Welcome to Social Capital Expert, a show where we discover the value of social capital and how cultivating strategic relationships is critical to our success. In each episode, your host, Sarah Francis McDaniel, will explore the stories of fascinating people from all over the world to better understand how their ability to build relationships has led to their success. We will uncover tips, tricks, and practical ways that you too can become a social capital expert. Hi, and welcome to the show. Audrey, thank you so much for being here. I'm super excited to be here with Sarah. I've known her for the last couple of years and I'm very thrilled to be here. I cannot wait to talk about social capital. Oh my gosh, you're the best. Um, so before we get to where we are today, yes. would you tell us a little bit about yourself? Will you give us maybe where you're from and kind of where you started? Sure, I'm actually a Chicago girl. Um, I've lived in Colorado now for about 18 years and I've had a very, um, exciting, I guess, type of um, career, I guess you could say. I've touched on lots of different areas. Uh, I started in TV in Chicago. I was a TV engineer for about 10 years and got to meet some very exciting people. And from there, I've went through every area of the media that you could possibly be in. Direct response, radio, TV, billboards, um, print, and from there, I started a publishing company. Okay. So I'm all about pets, which I know you're about pets too. I love dogs. We're all about pets. <laughs> so we're both very big pet lovers. Um, I started Not so much cats, but dogs. Right. Yeah, sure. I get it. <laughs> so I started a company called Patacular, and it was a, basically, it was a pet expo that I did in Colorado Springs. We had 70, 75,000 people attend this event. Oh and my gosh. Mall. It was super cool. And from there, I started um, a pet magazine and pet directories, which sounds crazy, but it's like, other than building, it's like a huge industry. So it was Who super knew? fun, right? <clears throat> and then from there, I went into billboard sales and ended up in building. So I worked for a luxury custom home builder, and I was their director of sales and marketing and um, learned very quickly that it was something that I really needed to be involved in. I was very attracted to it. So what made you, what, I mean, what was that that made you say, I definitely am attracted to this building Well, I, I guess it all comes back to, you know, our premise and our conversation about social capital, right? It's about relationships. It's about caring about others. It's about the biggest um, investment that they're going to make, and it's typically their home. So from that, I started um, learning very quickly how to relate. I knew that there was a connection there, and... It was exciting to be able to build somebody's custom home and design it and go from A to Z and learn everything from architecture and then going into design and selecting cabinets and seeing every other person's perspective about how they live and their lifestyle and understanding that. And then from there, I started my own company called Modular SureSide and I got into modular construction. So that is a whole nother arena that's been around for hundreds of years. I mean, houses used to be started and built on site um, from pieces, right? And then it kind of went into factories and factories started designing and putting them together. And so the whole transcending area of building has now come into this collaboration of building houses and factories like our phones, right? which you're aware of. 
and um, there's just a special way of designing them and now I'm moving into the commercial realm because I too like to connect with people and, and one of my missions is to get more obtainable product out there so we can have more people living in homes and buying homes or apartments and being able to have a place to live because we're expanding as a nation so quickly. We're developing and we're moving so fast that there's not enough places for people to stay or live or buy anymore that are at any type of sustainable price. It's crazy, like even when you look at the Denver Marketplace, Sarah, what do you know about the Denver Marketplace? There's not enough uh, people to do the work. Mm -hmm. um, there's not enough housing that people can afford. Mm -hmm. And um, we've got to figure out where we're going from here. Absolutely. And so that was one of the intriguing things about being in modular construction or off-site construction, having houses built in a factory, come to the site, actually have the foundation, everything ready to go, and being able to set those on the foundation. Um, was really exciting to me and it was like something that was like this light that went off. I was like, oh my gosh, if we could speed up the process to build right. and we can come up with a more um, interesting product, a process with less waste, so it's a better product, it's better made because in the factory it gets done in about a week. Okay. So walls are square, you're not getting mold in the walls, you know, you're having a product that's more sustainable, you're not disrupting the site. And so from all of that, I was like, oh my gosh, this is the greatest idea ever. So sinking my feet into that and really knowing about it and then building these really amazing relationships. So I started a podcast called System Build Lifestyles and I started with one of my colleagues called Devin Tilly and he has the Art of Construction podcast. And from there, talk about relationships and, and social capital. Um, I've met people on the East Coast, on the West Coast. I've met big brands, I've met small brands. And again, it's all about the collaboration and connection, right? It's all about feeding the soul with helping people and showing them the love that they can have in a home. Absolutely, and that's a lot. You just I know, it's like, lot. oh, yeah. I'm so excited. <laughs> um, in regard to this topic of social capital, you know, you've kind of touched on it in just giving us a little bit of your background about how important these relationships have been. Mm -hmm. But to you, really, what does social capital mean? Well, it's interesting. I didn't know about social capital. I think I just knew it as relationships or friendships or connection, community, until I met you. And meeting Sarah has really changed my life. Sarah, um, I met a couple of years ago. It's really interesting. So Sarah, I, I, we've got to find these photos. But Sarah used to come to different events, holiday events, and she would dress up as different, like, well, why don't you explain it, Sarah? Because it's really interesting, because this is how I met Sarah. Uh, this show is not all about me. This I know, is you here, I know, right? but it's really but fun. We got, we got to talk about you a little. Well, the idea was in in my job at the time, um, it was to be known by everyone who engaged in our business and to know them all. And right. I realized very quickly when you have seven hundred people come to a, an event, it's hard for people to know who I am, and a name tag doesn't really do it justice. Yeah. And so I decided to body paint <laughs> for every event. Uh, so, Super cool. Super yeah, fun. So the idea was just that I could become memorable. And even if people didn't know, because most of the time I'm unrecognizable. Absolutely. Um, and I don't look like myself at all. But if nothing else, then when I would follow up with people after that event, I could say, hey, it was great to meet you. You might not remember meeting me because I was the mime or I was, you know, Jack Sparrow or whatever it might have been that I was at that event. Right. But it was memorable to them. So interesting. So at that time, you were already you were already creating your social capital in an indirect way that actually involved people at such a better, bigger and better level because when people came up to the events like I did, I was like, who is that girl? How, 
oh my god, look what she's wearing. That is so cool. <laughs> How is she doing that? So it was a really cool opportunity for people like myself to meet someone like you in an indirect way, but really the better part about you is your heart and your soul. And the reason why you do all of this is really to connect people. And that's what I'm learning from you. So for me, I didn't really ever call it social capital. I didn't really know what that, that whole language meant or why it was important. To me, it was always about relationships and I'm a big builder in relationships. I'm like you. Um, any business that I've been in, anywhere I've ever went, I've really never interviewed for jobs. I've either had people tell me about them, um, somebody that refers me over, and it was all about that relationship, and that's kind of how I grew my business and started realizing the impact of having those networks. Absolutely, and thank you for your kind words. Uh, it, it has been fun, and I think you and I have had a relationship that has been so about connecting people. Mm -hmm. uh, one of the things that I admire about you is your ability to see a need in someone else's situation and I'll immediately be almost like surfing your Rolodex in your mind of who has the solution or has something that can be utilized in this person's need to help make their life better. And I think that's really what this podcast and, and this blog is about is really how do we take these relationships and take these opportunities to do something and to add value to someone else. And in doing that, we almost always see a, a reciprocal effect in some regard. It's always about sharing the love. Sharing the love. It's totally. all about sharing the love. That's how I, how I look at things now. Um, it's not about what I'm going to get from you. It's what can I share with you? How can I collaborate with you? What can I do to help you? Because really, when you do that, and even in, in our relationship, it fills my soul. I feel like a piece of me also feels fulfilled because there's bigger and better things out there. It's not about who I am or what I can do. It's more about what's the greater good? How are we all gonna service other people? How can we find out ways to improve ourselves? And one of the ways to improve ourselves is one by being quiet and listening to ourselves and knowing that you're not the bigger person in the picture. There's so much more. Right, that it's, it's about being present in the moment Absolutely. and yet about seeing the big picture of, of the purpose of it all. And the older I get, I started realizing uh, my relationships are so much more important. Also, the people that I work with, um, the collaborations that I am now involved with. I'm finding people that are more like-minded as myself. Um, through this journey and working you know, with you, Sarah, I've also... Um, listen to your vlogs and your podcasts and, and really enjoy the people that you have brought to light because they all have an underlying current. There's always an underlining thing. It's all about connecting with people. Right. 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 And so it's really interesting when you start listening to, you know, the different people you interview, they're such huge leaders in their industry, especially being in Denver. You know, I feel like coming from Chicago, which was such a big city. I love that. And being in TV and, and doing that, I met amazing connections and people and I got to service people with information. But being in Denver in the building market with the way that it's expanding so fast. And I used to come here when I was a little girl skiing. That's where I that's why I moved to Denver. Really? Yeah, I loved being here. I loved every year we would come to Colorado and I just loved the nature, right? I love being outside. 
And so when you start looking at that and you look at the big industries of the world, you know, building is such a huge part of that. And it's not just building, building, it's building lives. It's connecting to people and having opportunities for them to grow and to have their families or their friends and being able to share experiences. And it's so cool because the people that you've brought on and the people that you've talked to, everybody has this similar way about their lifestyle and how they live and, and their belief system. Absolutely, I agree, and I think some of those themes are definitely apparent and true in you, and it's it's that idea of really to create social capital or to create value and, and power out of your network. It's about being about them. <laughs> and the ones that don't get it will never get it, right? Right. And the ones that don't get it don't get to enjoy the, the um, fruits of their labor. Yeah, and the presence of being there and seeing someone smile or knowing that someone got that great job or they were able to connect with this person or do that because, you know, they were involved in something bigger than themselves. Absolutely. And we talk about this sometimes as people say, you know, how do you build influence? And I truly believe that we build influence through building goodwill. Oh, so true. And so if true. we can find a place that we can go out and we can figure out how to build goodwill for the greater good or even for a, a space within our community that needs it, mm -hmm. um, undeniably, I believe that that's a big piece of how then we create this sense of influence. Absolutely. And I think the bigger part of all of this, when I listen to different um, individuals and people that really inspire me, it's always comes back about the love. It's how do you feel? What kind of love can you give? Love is connected on so many different levels. Right. And, and that, that mindset, the mindset of coming in from the inside and, and building out has basically changed my life. I think I've always loved my life that way. And I think because of that, good things have always come. Absolutely. I'm, I'm confident of it. I mean, I am so uh, blessed just by your, your willingness to, you know, happiness is a choice in so many regards. So many and choices. being positive and choosing positivity in circumstances, even when they're challenging, mm -hmm. um, that is something that I just see over and over and over in you and the way oh, that you live your you. life. And it's, it's, it rubs off. I mean, I don't know anyone who comes into your presence and doesn't leave thinking, oh my gosh, I need more of whatever it is that she has. And, and you laugh. I know, but that's how people I feel about you too. I well, think that's like the whole bigger thing. I think that's why we connect so well, right? I think that's why you do what you do. Um, it is about the excitement. It's about the, the frequency and the energy of being positive and, and having a healthy mindset. And it's not about all the things that you get. It's not about the material possessions, right? Right. Those things come as just a benefit. Right. But it really is being true and meeting people and, and asking them, what do you need? What What is it about you that I can help you with? Or maybe I don't even need help. Maybe I just need to be listening. Isn't listening such a key component, Sarah? Huge. I think that probably is one of the ones that gets kind of passed over more than any of the others is the ability to be quiet mm -hmm. and hear what the other person has to say. People will tell you a whole lot about what they need <laughs> if you give them a moment to do it, right? But right. if we talk the it's whole like, time, oh we goodness. never hear. Right. Uh, I think that's one of the ways that we've been real effective in our way of being able to be connectors mm -hmm. is by listening, we can identify a trend in needs mm -hmm. and then we can find those other pieces that we can connect and either create a community around that need that then elevates and brings support um, or actually be able to fulfill the actual need 
need with the solution specifically. Absolutely. And I think the other cool thing about it is you don't have to know all the answers. Right. That's the best part. You don't have to know everything. You don't have to be the person in charge all the time. There's other people that can collaborate with you that have such a greater sense of their area of expertise. Right. Right. And that's the great thing. Even all of these different interviews that you're doing, it's like every single person you've had, it's so interesting because each one of them has a different message. They're all an underlining theme about connection, but it's interesting because they all have a different experience and they have something they can share with me or the audience to be able to learn just one more thing. Right. 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 Which is so cool because that's what makes us, that's what makes us together. That's what's the, about the greater good. It's about feeding more than just yourself and sharing that information is the opportunity for us to understand and learn more about who we are. Absolutely. Now, you know, it's obvious that you're full of passion. Yes. So can you um, give us a little glimpse into where your passion comes from? You know, I think it's just one of those things, you know, we were talking about getting quiet. And over the past year, that's one of the things that I've been really concentrating on is listening to myself, my inner role. And really, I allow my heart to guide me. And I am one of those individuals, you know, there's a lot of people that I meet that have been in a role or a job for like 25 years, which I think is awesome. I mean, for you to be able to grow in a company and be able to do that for that yeah. long, that's great. I have never had that type of life. <laughs> I like to learn more. I want to be involved in different areas. I want to know more people and I want to grow in different um, industries. So I came from TV then I went into media and now I'm into building. And I think that perspective has allowed me to see things in a different way when I do stuff, right? When I do building or I learn about industry. And my passion, I've always led from passion. You know, I have to feel connected. I have to feel that energy. I have to feel um, something about it in order for me to be involved in it. And that's why my passion, I mean, I think it's just an inner drive. Um, I always like to know more people in the industry. I know I don't have all the answers, so I try to learn from others. I try to communicate with people on the East Coast and West Coast to see how they're doing things. Um, I'm just interested. Curiosity? Curiosity, big time. Awesome. Yeah. Well, uh, that is insightful, and thank you for sharing. Mm -hmm. And I'm curious to just understand a little bit more about if we look at the power of your network or building a network and building these genuine relationships, what do you think are some of the key ingredients that you have to have? I think building a genuine relationship starts with you allowing that person to speak, allowing that, listening to that person, um, finding areas that, you know, we know all of these different individuals, you know, you and I have a great network of people and you have the opportunity and it's almost like um, th this great awareness to be able to connect with them and to really hear them and, and where they're going in their direction. Because everybody has directions. Everybody, I mean, when it comes down to it, we all hold the basic same values. We all want to be happy. We all want to be loved. We all want to be, you know, maybe, the, you know, success drives you or connection drives you. Whatever it is, it's all very similar. Yeah. So when I look at those relationships and I find people, there's people that I'll connect with instantly that I know can, I can give them something or I can, I can listen to them and if they have... Uh, um, a resource that they need. There's somebody that I know that I can connect them with. Will it work or not? I don't know. Yeah. But my my feeling is I, it's always about what I can give them. How can I hear them? What can I give them? And um, depending on those different conversations or those meetings, 
Um, sometimes they spark a fire in me and I'm like, oh, I want to be with that person. So how can I bring him out on my team? You know, what can I do to service them? But I also want to work with them, you know? Right. So I don't know. It's just, again, it all comes down to listening and, and being open-minded and not judging. Well, right? that's a big one. Not judging. Yeah. Because I feel like a female. So being in construction, um, it's a very male-dominated world, and it's starting to change and evolve. Right. We're getting more women, and there's more women builders coming in, and, and so it's exciting because things need to transition. We all need to help each other. We all run in different ways and different languages. Our brains work differently as females as they do as males. So the great thing is... I love when I can meet people that actually refer to me because one of their referral, it makes me really excited because I know that individual that referred them has the right place in their heart to give me that individual. Right. But I think the bigger thing is I'm not walking into any meetings and judging them. I'm just listening to them. I'm just trying to be a friend to them. I'm not trying to be better than them. I'm not trying to give them advice of how they have to do things unless they ask. <laughs> but it's it's about not judging them. It's about connecting. Absolutely. And it's that that spirit of collaboration versus the spirit of competition. Absolutely. And For really sure. just, I mean, that seems to be another theme that, that the people who are coming on this show, yes. um, they want they to be collaborators. So yes. yes. They believe truly that we are better together. Um, as cliche as it may sound, it's, it's that that truly is a motivating piece of their their philosophy and, and their look life. And how successful they are. Absolutely. Right? And it's not even about their success. It just comes. Yes. And that, I think, is really one of the things I want to utilize this, um, this blog and podcast for is to really just highlight these people who most people are looking at them and seeing that they've reached these levels <laughs> of success. And yet... At the same time, when you ask them how they got there, it comes down to their ability to build relationships and care about people. It is. It's always about caring about people. Again, Sarah, it comes from the love. Yeah. As crazy and as like kooky or whatever that sounds like, that's the message that I keep seeing over and over and over again all the time. Absolutely. All the time. It happens all the time around me. And things, you know, it was funny. We had a conversation. And um, Sarah, being a networker and a connector, there's lots of individuals that will come up to her and be like, gosh, Sarah, you're, you know, you're so successful. Things just happen to you. Why do these things happen? I just don't understand it. And they ju it just the reason it happens is because you're in alignment. You're in the right heart space. Like You do things out of the goodness. It's not like doing things out of all of the capturing what you're going to get. And just all the people that you've had. They're so mesmerizing. They're so interesting. And their level of, of success is out the roof. It really is out the roof. And it's so great because, again, they love, they love Sarah, of course. Yeah. Thank you. <laughs> That's why they're here. But the other thing is it's not you never take from people. You, it's, it's about the circle of giving. Well, you're very kind, and thank you for all those kind words. I'm not paying her to say all of this, uh, and that's not what this it's is true. about. It's not it's about the truth. Me. It's about the truth. But it is about how we can utilize. The idea is just to help enc encourage and inspire people to really bank on the come, to be willing to give before we ask for something in return, and to know and to see all of these examples of people who live that life and who do that, and that that becomes truly what they walk in, in this place of success. And the comment she's referencing is someone, you know, they, they pretty basically said, it must be nice to be one of those people, Sarah, that everything good happens to. And you know, on one level, yeah, like, it is. It's yeah, it's great. I'll, I'm sure I'll take that all day. Everything good, only good things happen to me. Um, and you know, and that is the energy that I try to 
live in and walk in and that's the way I try to keep my mindset because it is a choice it being is. positive and choosing right. to see the positive and, and the silver lining in every situation. It's a choice and it's right. a habit that we get in. But it is funny that sometimes people who don't do that look at people who do make that constant effort and say, well, it must be nice to be you. Well, that happens for you, but that doesn't happen for the rest of us. And in this show, the encouragement is to say, it can happen for the rest right. of us. Like you're There's the deciding There's perfect examples factor. out there yes. all the time. Exactly. Right? And the piece of it that you can control is you. Yeah. And each of us can control ourselves and we can determine our own mindsets, our own philosophies, how we're going to respond and react. Which people we want to connect with. Why do we want to connect with them? Why are those people coming into our realm, right? Right. Why are they here? And it happens in every industry. Absolutely. It happens everywhere. Absolutely. And so that's, that's the place I want to be. Right? I think that's why, you know, in business and in life and, you know, my family's very important. I have, you know, a husband that's a coach and I have a son that's playing baseball and I have a daughter playing volleyball. And it's interesting because all of them are the same way. It's all about our connection. It's team. It's building. It's love. You know, it's everything that we do and we talk about. But we need to share it more. People need to know that it's out there and you can find these people and you can connect with them. And that's why social capital is so interesting because you get to choose. Yeah. Right? You can listen and you don't have to judge, but maybe that connection's not the right one. But maybe this one is. And right. there's a reason for it. Yes. Right? So Audrey, why the building industry and why now? Well, it's interesting because we went into this great mammoth um, conversation about social capital, which again is, is, is what feeds our soul, right? right. That's, that's who we are. But the reason I got into building is not only about the connection and feeding the soul and helping people, but it's also about being in an industry where we can empower more women and have women feel like they can be included. Yeah. Um, when I started my company, I literally was on site as you know, the project manager learning all pieces of construction because I really had a basis from my luxury custom side when I was marketing director and sales for different builders. I really knew the business side, right? I knew about build schedules and I knew about marketing and sales and all of those different pieces. But the cool thing is when I started getting construction and owned my own construction company, I got to be on site and I got to learn the language and talking with you know people and in building, there's so many different dynamics. There's the, there's the um, owner of the house that you're working with. There's the subcontractors. There's people in insurance. There are vendors that you're buying material from. So it's huge community, right? Right. And I think that's kind of how we connected because of the build, building community. But the really cool thing about it is I've learned so much and most of the people that I've met are all men and it's great. I love men, no problem with them, but I would love to have more women know it's okay for them to get involved. Be a plumber, be um, a construction worker, be a person that owns a construction company, be a general contractor, be a person that sells lumber. I just would love more women to know that they have a voice and they can get involved. So that's really why, you know, the building industry is so exciting right now because it's ever changing. And you really are like a one woman show in the midst of a whole lot of male uh, energy. Yeah, and it's fun because I'm learning all the pieces. You know, when you own your own company, you're not doing one role. You're doing like 50, right? But it's also very, it's a, it's a community. I mean, look at the different land developers and builders and people that you've interviewed. 
they're excited too. It's about the community and being able to reach out and still help even if we're competitors. Right. Um, so it's, it's great to be in that capacity where more people are giving of information, wanting to connect you with different people. You know, we've created women on site. So we've got a group of women that we just want to be able to communicate as women. You know, women and men communicate differently. We want to empower ourselves to know how to have that dialogue and do it the way that we do it. Absolutely. And I think that's a great example of how listening yes. can result in action that mm -hmm. has a difference mm -hmm. and that helps create that goodwill and that influence. I mean, for example, that women on site really came from a conversation that we were having over and over and over this yeah. theme in listening to women who are in the industry and who specifically are on site and out in the field. It was this conversation of, hey, I kind of feel alone. I feel sort of isolated in my experiences. But we knew in talking to so many women that they didn't, they weren't alone right. because too many of them were saying the same thing, thinking that they were alone in their experience on the job sites. And so by creating this women on site group, it's given us an opportunity to, we call it women on site collective because these women who are out in the field who often feel isolated in their experiences with men in the field can come together. And even if we can't change the culture of the job site yet, if nothing else, we can create a supportive place for them to feel like they're in a community right and in that we're seeing all kinds of cool stuff happen i mean things, projects are being done people are doing business together they're creating even more power behind women in that field and in that place um and so i think that's a, a prime example of what you're doing and why you're passionate about the industry and also how just listening to what people are saying can, can provide opportunities for us to do something that makes a difference and we can connect and i'm not saying it has to be women because it could be men right but it's just the collaboration the connection the social capital it all comes together and then we're able to benefit yeah because we can listen oh she had that experience oh okay i know what i need to do for that experience or she had that great tradesman that came in or that tradeswoman that came in and they did an exceptional job so i want to give them more business so it's cool because you start seeing that full circle of being able to connect and listen and then all of a sudden other things come about yeah absolutely and i think you touched on another the idea of this community i mean you were were here as part of i, I had puppies and I think yeah. nothing has shown me um, the opportunity that's connected to community, like having these 10 puppies and then selling these 10 puppies through my network to people that I knew. And the reason that I, and part of what happened with that was, was this continuing idea of community that we will do puppy birthdays every year and we will collaborate. We have a closed group Facebook and we do all this. And what I really saw is that people will pay to be part of a community right. and they will stay engaged and they will continue to fulfill that when they feel that sense of belonging mm -hmm. and in some of I say all of that to say you know you've got some ideas for these um, communities whether yes. it's apartment complexes or or just multifamily type communities that have a whole lot to do with yes you want to build the structure but really tell us a little bit more about you know what you really want to do within those structures right. to create why something is unique why is it important for you to connect what needs to be in those developments in order for you to live a fulfilling life right and you know you talk about your puppies i mean i know for that whole experience for you you really took a lot of time to know those people and make sure they were taking care of your your puppies too. And it's the kind of, kind of same things with building. We want to, it's about caring about people. It's about connecting and having a community that we listen and we want to be involved and we want to make sure that the place they're living and spending 
most of their time, they're happy. Right. They're feeling fulfilled. They get the house they want. They get the community. They get the, the people connection. All of those things are what is the, the leading edge of, of where we're going in, in our lives. It, it's when everything's said and done and we're 80 or sitting back and reading the newspaper or drink coffee, it's, oh my gosh, what a great experience I had because of all these people. It's true. Someone said earlier, uh, you know, the man with all the toys, the man who dies with all the toys still dies. <laughs> and it's, right? like, it's true. It's like we can acquire all these material things, but ultimately the, our life is sort of reflected by how many people attend our funeral. Yeah. And, um, and I thought it was just an interesting comment. It's like, truly, like at the end, we hope that we've created memories and created experiences that have had an impact that fill our funeral hall. Absolutely, and experience is huge, right? I mean, that's that. those are the memories. Yeah. Your experiences, whether they be bad or good. I mean, there's ups and downs. There's everything that happens in our lives. There's reasons that those things happen, and if we could sit back and learn from them or understand it about ourselves, we are going to be so much better off, and life will change around us because of it. And all those great people that you attract, it's so simple for you to attract, if they just come because that's the way you live. It's it's just an outpouring of who you are. Well, thank you, and same to you. Thank you. Um, so as we kind of you know come to a close for this show, do you have any advice or anything that you just really want to make sure that you share with the audience today? Um, one by far, I think human connection, listening to people and not judging, are probably um, some of the great counterstones or, or stonework of any relationship and relationships are huge whether they be with your family your friends um, business associates colleagues all of those things your social capital is key to any type of success and I'm just talking about personal family whatever that success looks like for you so when I look at um, you know how I've grown and areas that I am building in definitely first and foremost it's about keeping those constant relationships and I want to touch, I just want you to expand a little bit. You, you keep bringing up judgment and not judging. Can you give us some examples? Maybe if someone doesn't even realize that they're in the habit of judging. I know, and I know I keep bringing that up because I have been judged for so long and being in con the construction industry and walking on site and, you know, having blonde hair and being, you know, who I am. There A is, ball of sunshine. I, it just, yeah, there's just something <laughs> that comes along with it. I don't even know what it is, but... I am constantly judged. I'm judged all the time. And it's funny because when I started in TV, I was one of the youngest female engineers ever hired at WBBM in, in Chicago. And there was women and men and none of the women would talk to me. And then none of the men, it was just very weird how it all worked. And as I grow older and I meet more women and women are beautiful just in general, but there's an essence of who they are. I would just love to see more people connect because we're just people and not who we look or how we, you know, I mean, behavior is a big thing, but who we are as people, not the way that this looks. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Um, and so that's why the judgment thing comes up all the time because being in construction, that's all I was done. That's all that has happened in my career in construction is being judged. And now I'm starting to cultivate these great relationships building my reputation, doing the things, you know, doing the things that I say I'm going to do. And now it's just changing, which is where I want it to be. Um, but starting off, it was a little scary and it was tough. I mean, 
You know, I think in regard to social capital, you know, so much of our ability to be able to develop strong relationships with other people comes from our ability to be self-aware and to be the kind of person that other people want to be in a relationship with. Mm -hmm. And so, you know, you had, had mentioned judgment as one of these, these pieces. Can you just elaborate a little more on your experience having been judged, but then also how people, if they find that they are judging, what they might do or how they might take steps to change that? So, I mean, this is such a great topic. Um, and to briefly um, speak about that, when I think about awareness, yes, I am all about my awareness. I am, I am constantly working on myself. I'm constantly working about um, thinking about how I can improve who I am, getting to know myself a little bit more, things that matter to me, my values, my beliefs, so I'm really know who I am, right? <clears throat> and in that, that actually helps me to then, when people judge me, because being who I am with a blonde, blonde hair, walking on a construction site, you know, and I'm all like, yeah, you know, all excited, happy, positive. Um, it takes people back and they're like, what is she doing and why is she talking like that? And that's just me. You got to get to know me, right? So when I'm more self-aware and I have people projecting on me or being negative to me or however they're reacting, which is usually not always in the most positive way, um, I don't take it in and I don't get upset about it, but I would love to see it change. Yeah. And typically when that does happen, I just let that person, you know, whatever the situation is, whatever they're going through, they may have had a bad day. I just don't take it in. That's that person's problem. And typically what will happen, they'll communicate and talk to me after like, oh, I'm sorry. I was having this day or I was having that. And I'm like, no problem. You know, I'm glad that you came and talked to me because I want to connect with you and I want our relationship to be a good business relationship and I want to respect and, and help you get through whatever you need to get through because ultimately it's about our connection and if you're feeling good, things are going to be good for me. We're all going to work together. Everything is happy, right? So when it comes to judgment, I know it's this over um, analyzed scenario, but I would just love more people to not have that focus because I've experienced it. It's not a positive way of doing business and you never know who you're going to meet. Like somebody that is maybe all put together or maybe not put together at all could be the most brilliant minded person that could impact your life at such a different level, right? Absolutely. Or do something with you that can create a community or an idea that can expand in so many different directions. Totally. So that's where, that's where I keep talking about it. But again, it comes from your own awareness, who you are, how does that impact you, where you can, you know, where you can grow. And I'm working on that every day. It's an everyday thing. Well, and that I mean, seems to be the, another theme of the show is that people are constantly willing <laughs> to do some self-examination mm -hmm. and constantly be looking at themselves and how they can um, be growing in order to be a better person for other people to connect to. Yes. It's funny you say that. Sometimes I, um, sometimes when I go into situations, I don't know if this happens to you or not, right. but, and it's like, there's someone that just from the get go has a problem with me. Right? Oh yeah. And I know yeah, that their problem that. can't possibly be with me. They don't know me. Right, yeah. So I'm like, okay, I know it's not actually with me. But, you know, we went to the beach on a family vacation. And we had these little cabana things outside. And this old man was, like, bound to determine that that was his cabana. But I had reserved it. We'd had it for three days. We had it for three more. It was yeah. like, I knew that this was my cabana. But the old man, I mean, he let me know. He got in my face. He wanted to make sure that, you know, he knew that, that I knew that he was right and I was wrong. 
I just kind of nodded my head and moved on, right? Yeah. And I just tried to make sure that there was no negative comments or anything I ever really said. And as our days went by, you know, he moved his cabana to the cabana that was actually his, which was the next one, but we never talked about that. Um, I, we just became friendly neighbors <laughs> in our cabanas and everything. But the funny thing about it was that it took a few days, and, and a lot of times in those situations, it's almost like I make that my goal then, is to learn enough about that person and enough about where they're coming from, because I know that their response to me can't really be about me at all. Yes. It's really all about them. Yes. Um, and so then I think part of really understanding and building social capital is that willingness to go a little deeper with that person. And put your, like, it's like, did your mom ever tell you, like, put your, uh, what is it, like, put your feet in their shoes yeah. and, and walk their pace, right? So, like, in building. So we work with a whole bunch of different building departments and different codes, and then you have planners, you have examiners, right? And I'm constantly on the phone with them to make sure that we have our right permitting ready, our documentation pre-construction. And so, for example, I just had a conversation today with a city planner in Lakewood, and she was telling me that they've changed the building code to now allow ADUs or auxiliary dwelling units, which are basically granny flats or apartments that are behind houses, right? Right. So it was interesting talking to her and she was so overwhelmed on the phone and just so like, you could tell frazzled. And I said to her, hey, you know, let's take a breath. Everything's fine. I said, I know that it's gotta be really overwhelming with the amount of calls that you're getting since they just passed this zoning code. And she goes, you cannot even imagine. She's like, the calls that I get, the people that I talk to, people are yelling at me. And I said, I totally understand, but I'm not here for that. If there's anything I can do, let me know. I'll be happy to like send you a note or you know send a good review. You're doing a great job, and I really appreciate what you're doing. Yeah. The whole conversation changed. Absolutely. And it was all about being connected with her, listening to her like freak out. Right. I wasn't gonna judge her for that. Right. I was just gonna simply be there and communicate and be like more of a friend. Yes. Right. And oh my gosh. Yes, I got emails today. I've got her whole staff telling me different <laughs> things that are going on, sending me documents. Literally, this happened all morning, and I was like, it's just about being a person. Yeah. Just being like, hey, I'm not gonna judge you. I'm just gonna work with you, and I'm not gonna take it in on myself. I could have been like, oh my gosh, she's being so mean to me. What is going on? I'm never gonna right. work with this building department again. Yeah. No, it was like, she's having a tough day. This girl's getting all these calls. They have this whole new city council that has to approve these different permits. They're trying to figure out the code. It's crazy over there. Right. And it happens there in Denver County, Jefferson County, I mean, you name it. Building departments are in like constant chaos because there's so much coming at them and there's so much building going on. And then being in the modular space is a whole nother bucket of fun because it's a whole different way of doing business even though they're built under the same international building code. Um, there's just a different way of viewing plans that come from a factory or understanding that you know way of building. Yeah, totally different tangent, but I just no, I, but I agree with you. Idea. It's about the relationship. It's the same thing with your, you know, being at the beach and having someone freak out on you, and and you could have taken it so many different ways, but taking it the less resistant path and being more loving and just being like, okay, that's their, that's their thing. And it's about it, caring it, about the human being. It's yeah. the human capital behind the social capital, and it it's is. taking it from what you're trying to get done 
to what you can do for them and where just meeting them right where they are. Mm -hmm. And that's an awesome example. And, and with the guy at the cabana, I mean, I know. do you know that by the end of that thing, he, I learned so much. He was a super successful man. His wife ended up coming over when he left and had thanked me for just being kind. And then she ended up crying, telling me about how their son had committed suicide. And I mean, their whole life and that he had never been the same since that had happened a few years ago. And, you know, ultimately I ended up finding out where his issue with me really came from. And again, it wasn't really an issue with me at all. It's something that he continues to work through. And so walking out of that situation, kind of like how you're coming, I walked out feeling totally overjoyed and totally full of human interaction and yeah. engagement. Yeah. And then went about feeling like it was another reinforcement to why we can't be quick to judge people. Yeah. And that when even though we think people are judging us, really we just have compassion and love for them that you know what, eventually we're gonna get there. And I, I do, I try to look at every opportunity, I'm like, this person's gonna like me eventually. <laughs> like I'm like there's not gonna be very many people who don't like me I mean I'm gonna make sure that um, I find a way to bring value to their life in such a way that they can't help but but like me I love it <laughs> and right there there you go that's all you need to know uh, yeah so uh, you know thank you so much for sharing and you know I'd love to just have if you have any kind of final words or any anything that you just don't want well first before we get there how about this you know, you've got so many exciting things going on. I love, you kind of gave us your background. You brought us up to Modular Sure Site, but is there anything going on right now that you are super passionate about or any passion projects you have or anything that you'd like to promote? Thank you. So Modular Sure Site is my general contracting company and we have several single family projects that we have gotten completed, which I'm super excited about. Um, we've built in the mountains, we've built in Denver, and now we are transforming or transcending or going towards um, our very first commercial project, very cool. which will be um, a 24 unit apartment complex. Okay. And why that is so exciting for me is, again, my mission. My mission is to find obtainable housing, finding opportunities for people to actually live in a home and or live in an apartment or live somewhere in the Denver metro area where they can still have that connectability. And so we're working on that. I'm also working with other land developers and offering or, or creating more modular home communities, which I think is super important because the speed to getting your house complete because the house is built in a factory and then brought to site is a super efficient way to do business and it allows people to get in their homes faster, which again is a key component to being able to buy a home and live in a home. So those are a couple of things that I'm working on. And then the other area of business that I'm working on is our crane and set service. Okay. So whenever you work with modular, which are basically modules, boxes that are completely finished inside from flooring to cabinets to lights, everything that is in a house is pretty much done in these modules that all connect on site. So in order for them to come to site, there has to be a crane service and a set service that actually has to set them on the foundation. So um, I've just um, hired one of my, uh, he's got this amazing resume, which you can find on modularsuresite.com. Um, Timothy comes from this huge background of crane service and we're expanding in that area. Awesome. And we're gonna have cranes um, we're working on, right now we're renting them, but my goal is to be purchasing them in the next couple of years, and I'm a big pet lover. So when you go to my site, you'll see I have a Dalmatian on there. 
And I used to actually own a Dalmatian, and the breed is a super cool breed, not to mention, what was it, 101 Dalmatians? <laughs> yeah. So you'll be seeing cranes with different colors on them, black and white spots, and so I envision this whole creative connection, not only with animals, but with people. And the other area of business that I'm going to be doing is every house that we sell, or every project that we offer, there's going to be dog houses on site for those oh, homeowners. Fun. So I've always wanted to do that, and I think it's a great way for us to connect as people and connect with our pets and have a little house for our dogs. Oh my gosh, I love that. I need three. <laughs> I know you do. <laughs> well, one great big one would work, okay? Maybe exactly. it's a modular, that right. would work that too. Right, that would be awesome with a couple floors in it. Oh my great. gosh, that's awesome. Well, you, we will have all of uh, your contact information and how to, how to get a hold of Audrey on the show notes, so be sure to check out awesome. her modular sure site and some of this fun stuff she's got going on there. Um, now, do you have any kind of final thoughts as we wrap our show up? I'm just really proud of you, Sarah. I think that what you're doing is not only so good for the greater good of people connecting, but I think it's such a great element for you as an individual to grow and expand. And I think that you are you know, already a true success, but I think with what you're doing and connecting and allowing people to hear other people's stories is only going to allow those individuals to grow and expand themselves. And hopefully we can all come to a planet of love and engagement and community so that we can all be in a happy place. Awesome. Well, thank you for all of your kind words. Uh, I am giving this a good effort <laughs> and every day is an effort of self-love when we look back on this. Yes. So it's just about just doing it. Those things in our heart that we feel called to or pushed towards, uh, just going for it. Right. But uh, thank you so much for your friendship and for you know just sharing your heart with us today. And uh, we look forward to having you back again. Me too. Thank awesome. you. Awesome. Thank you. That's all for this episode of Social Capital Expert. Please visit socialcapitalexpert.com for show notes, additional episodes, and to see who will be visiting us next on the show. Also, be sure to check out our upcoming Social Capital Mixers. These are events where we can connect in person to build social capital. Thanks for listening, and we look forward to having you join us for the next episode.